Oh boy. All right. So, therapist number two in a year of COVID. Let's see how this pans out, folks. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Nice to meet you. You too. Hey, this worked out to be a good time, huh? Yeah. Great, great. Have you done any uh, kind of counseling or therapy before, Ben? Yeah, yeah. I uh, My first time going to therapy was in like fourth grade. And oh, a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like pretty consistently in it until out of uh, high school and then in college I went to the counseling services maybe like two three times a year and then I've had three therapists in the past two years um but none of them really like helped at all so I didn't see them too too much uh, yeah yeah they didn't help all that much huh yeah I don't but I think I was partly to blame too because I didn't really even know enough about myself or what was going on so it was hard for me to like even know what to to say sure sure yeah. sure yeah you're older now and got some ideas of what you want to do yeah yeah um yeah yeah good so today ben you can uh begin by either one of two ways tell me a little bit about what brings you in most immediately to seek it and what you're working on or we can do a little bit of uh the history yeah, so maybe just, maybe just tell me a little bit about what you're working on presently or what you're thinking about and where you're at. Yeah, I think my main thing is just um, I think the two things that if I really get these two under control, everything else will kind of be a lot easier after that. But mainly just like the alcohol use and self-esteem. Um, okay. And I think if those two are like figured out, then all my other problems will kind of more or less diminish. Hmm, okay. But other than that, I just, uh, I don't know. This past year, like, I've, I've like, I think I, like, had actual, like, uh, psychosis for a while there. Like, things were weird and crazy, and I was, like, I don't know. It's it's not been a very good year, <laughs> year for me. But, um, the... Yeah, 2020's been a rough year for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing is just, uh anxiety in general and um i think i have like some sort of ptsd ish thing about this relationship i was in um that 
I mean, I'm starting to get it more under control, but like we broke up like over a year ago, so it's just affecting how I uh, make friends and how I date, I guess. I think I also just have like a lot of uh, sexual hangups in general too. That I just have a lot wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, PTSD. What? What's the PTSD about? You think, uh, Ben? Um, um, I just. Uh, had a really rough time in that relationship and I didn't really I don't know she she made me feel like everything was just always my fault and uh like my emotions didn't matter or anything so it's just like whenever it's I just feel like I can't like interact with people without feeling like they're mad at me and that's like starting to go away a little bit but it's just really really rough oh that would make it rough that yeah you're always on the uh defense trying to protect yourself from their anger or something yeah Ooh, that is rough huh oh man ben sorry to hear that it's okay yeah it's hard isn't it yeah 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 well so yeah. going to history now or what well that was a pretty that was that was just a year ago you broke up with uh yeah yeah we were on and off for like two years did you, did, did you fall in love with her? You really liked her? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's really the only person I think I've ever really loved. So it's... I feel like it just, I haven't really oh, been the same hard. since then. It's just been rough. Like, I just... I liked the person I was before I ever met her, you know? And... Just trying to get back oh, to... Oh, really? You changed that much, huh? Yeah, yeah, a lot. And, and you said the relationship changed you itself? Yeah, I think so. It's just the relationship and just... Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, a lot of shit happened since I graduated college, um, like, I moved around a lot, and, uh, I had a suicide attempt, and... When was the suicide attempt? That was, uh, I think February of 2018, yeah, February or March. Uh, okay, February 2018, yeah. Yeah, and I think after that, things really kind of shifted for me, like, I have, I have not been the same since then. But, yeah. Since that suicide attempt. Yeah. What was the attempt like? I mean, were you just in a deep depression then and just wanted to end it? Yeah, I guess so. I just felt like I had nothing to live for. And uh, huh. I just didn't see the point. Like, everything. And I still struggle with this. Like, every day, I'm like, what's the fucking point of anything? And um, I don't know. I just wanted to. I just don't want to deal with shit anymore. Yeah, you've got some trauma, it sounds like, there that's not been fully healed yet, huh? The trauma, the PTSD. Yeah. yeah. So 2018, then then you met your girlfriend after that? No, we were, I think we were, yeah, we were still together when I did that. I don't even remember. I think we got in a fight or something, and I was like, I can't deal with this. And But uh, we met June of 2017. And we dated for like... 2017, you met, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was right after I graduated college. And we dated for like two months and then broke up and then got back together in like January. And then we're together until that following summer. And then that summer I moved back in with my parents to save up money. And then I moved to Nashville. And yeah. while I was living with my parents, we broke up because I didn't want to do the 
long distance thing and I was like super depressed and everything so and then I moved to Nashville and things were going really well for me there actually like I Nashville felt or Asheville? Nashville Tennessee oh Nashville yeah yeah so I lived there for like six months and at that point I had blocked her on everything like we weren't in contact and I was making good friends and I wasn't drinking as much and I was doing really well taking care of myself and exercising and uh I was actually I actually got on the Nashville improv team and stuff and things were like starting to turn around a little bit and then uh and like new years when i was there uh she texted me or something and uh so we were back in contact and then we decided to like get back together and so i moved out of nashville back to madison wisconsin where i was before and uh back to madison huh yeah so we lived there together we and we moved in together um and lived in a, a bedroom together in like a student housing type thing for like the whole summer and then yeah we oh god we actually got engaged <laughs> and then we moved to chicago together because i decided i want to go to film school um trying to like, get my life on like a better track here and then oh, cool. uh yeah we, we were here together for like two months and then things just got super bad and um i ended up breaking up with her and that was that I was back in like October of last year. This uh, last October. Yeah, yeah. Today's November, just last month. No, no, last year, year ago. Year yeah, ago. yeah. Yeah, year ago. Ah, uh, I see. What what finally broke you up? Well, what did, what happened to you guys? So, um, she, I mean, she was basically like an alcoholic too, and we were like walking home from a bar one night, and she was like super fucked up, and she broke her like fibula or something like oh she fell or something yeah she just like tripped she like uh like stumbled and like twisted her ankle and so uh we thought it was just a twisted ankle for a couple days and then we decided to like take her to the emergency room and they did x-rays and found that it was broken and that she needed surgery on it and uh so her parents ended up picking her up so she could go back to wisconsin and get the surgery there and like rest there because I was in school and like I couldn't really like be taking care of her like 24 7 all the time and um like she was basically like bedridden and so she went back and then I was alone for like a week and then I had some I guess alone time and some distance in the situation and I went home and uh uh hung out with my parents one weekend and they live in Indiana and um I just kind of told him about what was, what was going on, and uh, I guess I just realized that it was a really unhealthy relationship, and that I probably needed to get out of that, so did some more thinking on it, and then called her up a few days later, and was just like, hey, I don't think you should come back, <laughs> pretty much. Wow, that was pretty brave of you, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, I mean, yeah. Wow, yeah. That was hard to do, I bet, huh? Yeah, it was really hard. And she still made it feel like I was, like... My thing is that I I was... I did the best I could, and I thought I was a pretty good person in the relationship for the most part, and I... Like, at the end there, like, even before she broke her leg, she, like, I was doing all the cooking and all the cleaning pretty much, and she wasn't even trying that hard to get a job, and it was very frustrating for me, and... um. 
I found out like she like went around and told people like uh, not not just this time but a, a time before when we had broken up like a year ago that I was like abusive and shit and like that made me feel really oh, bad because like what what do you mean abusive I don't know I guess she thought I, I she just told people I was abusive in the relationship I think like emotionally abusive or something but I don't know like I it that that was what really fucked me up because I already feel like a bad person all the time already and then hearing that like i don't know and like the whole relationship it made me feel like i couldn't really trust myself because i thought i was doing like really well for the most part and trying really hard and um it just felt like nothing i did was ever like good enough or i just felt like everything was just wrong or bad so i don't know just kind of fucked me up (laughs) oh i did a little bit huh yeah yeah, yeah, because you said, I wish I could return to the person you were before. Yeah, yeah. So contrast who you are now, then, and who you were then, or saw yourself. What? I mean, I think I was just funnier, and I worried less, and I was just calmer. I had much less anxiety, and um, I was more outgoing and more sincere with people. Um I think I, I was more active, and I took care of myself more. Um, Is it you think? Because you know, it's been a year that this year has been really hard on you. Yeah. You just sort of retreat. It sounds like you retreated. Yeah. And probably went through. It sounds a little bit of a depressive period with that loss of breaking up, huh? Yeah, yeah. And the hard thing was too is that while we were together, I it was almost like I couldn't really have friends outside of the relationship. Um, because there was like friends outside the relationship. No, I, I pretty much had like no friends whenever we were together. And why is, why is that? Uh, she was just like super paranoid and like just accused. Jealous? Jealous yeah. Or... Yeah. Oh, that's not good then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just had no one to talk to, so I didn't really have any real perspective on the relationship either. And like <laughs> how bad it was. Yeah. Cause I just figured, well, and it was the only relationship I've ever really been in, so it was like, well, that's just this is just normal. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's, it was one hell of a learning process about relationships, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably learned a lot about yourself and how you work in a relationship like this, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, at the beginning for sure, and then I think the main thing is that I just don't even know who I am anymore, you know, like outside of the context of that relationship because it felt so codependent. And so I just like totally forgot who I actually was and was just trying to be someone that, you know, my like what she wanted me to be. And so I'm just trying to be more authentically myself these days, which is not easy because I don't really, I've never really had a very concrete sense of self to begin with. And now it's like that whole, Wait a second, you never had a very what? I feel like I haven't really ever had a real concrete sense of self. Oh, sense of self. That's a good word to use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With your own identity, you mean, and who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, just yesterday, I was looking through um, a bunch of poetry I wrote when I was in high school. and And yeah, I'm like, that's like a common theme. It's like just searching for purpose and meaning and like not knowing who the fuck I am and I don't know. It's all very. It was. It's very depressing reading it, honestly. But yeah. Oh. Well, it sounds like you. Maybe it's time to to go back and recover some of that too, to move forward, huh? Yeah. 
That's what I'd like. It sounds like you were deeply affected and wounded in this relationship, huh? Yeah. Give me a first name of your girlfriend, just so I know who to refer to. Sam. Her name was Sam. Okay, yeah. Sam. And I, I did find out, like, relatively recently, um, like, over the summer, we were briefly in contact also, but I found out that she, like, has borderline personality disorder, and while we were first together, she got diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and so she's got her own problems, too, but, yeah. Who, uh, who diagnosed her borderline? I don't know. I guess a her psychiatrist or something, yeah. But, but she told you that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very difficult personality to work with. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> extremely difficult to yeah. work with. Yeah, man, you went through the mill with that then, I bet, huh? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like you really wanted to make it work, but it just wasn't going, going to, was it? Yeah, just nothing I could do was good enough, so. Yeah, and also, like, um, I never really had problems with, like, I mean, I kind of had, a, a, like, alcohol problems in college, but nothing that was ever, like, too, you know, consequential for my life. Um, it's just, like, I just drank too much, you know, like, every now and then. But, like, in that whole relationship, I was just, like, we were just drinking and doing drugs, like, a lot. And it was just, I think that took a toll on me, too, because, I don't know, like, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, that can take a big toll, yeah, especially if there's conflict in a relationship and you're doing a lot of alcohol or drugs that can escalate the emotionality of it all yeah you know and it sounds like you both have might have had some issues around how to help self-regulate your emotions or work with them yeah totally yeah in that way uh how's the alcohol use now is it is it a big issue for you ben or is it i mean over the coping? past year or, like yeah it's it's i think since covid started maybe like 20 days oh, yeah. to like 20 nights that I haven't gotten drunk and but I since COVID started back in March yeah yeah like I was just like well yeah. there's nothing else because uh, my main thing is that I my biggest passion is uh, um, like yeah. performing and acting and I yeah. I get a lot from being in crowds like even if I'm not interacting with anyone I just it just helps me out like immensely like just I don't know why, but so one. Can you stop texting you're me? Certainly an extrovert. Then you know you're you're very extroverted. Huh? You get charged by being with people. Yeah, yeah, and so I haven't been able yeah. to be around people. And I was living in a studio, still didn't really know anyone, and I couldn't. I had no outlet. Like I couldn't go do stand up or like go audition for a play or anything. It was just like I feel like everything that I cared about was just like stripped away, and it's like all right, I have nothing now, so I might as well just like. <laughs> drink myself to death (laughs) (laughs) i can see that yeah 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 Yeah, well when did you when did you decide you wanted to do i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some therapy i'm gonna get a hold of this i mean that was a big decision too then huh yeah well so i mentioned that sam and i had briefly been in contact over the summer too and this was like Mm -hmm. maybe august and I, i was i had gone to stay with my parents for a couple months when it first started and um or i mean back in the uh like may not august um and um i just reached out and i guess i was just bored or whatever and <laughs> i just needed someone to talk to yeah. and i really wanted 
to just like be friends and like because I miss having her in my life like I still do because um I don't know just so much shared history and uh and like when when we're at our like when we're doing well with each other like it's it's really it was really really good you know like the goods were like super fucking good so yeah i was just like i think i just want to like try and be friends or whatever and so we tried that out but it it got really complicated and like it got sexual like super fast again too but um, this summer yeah yeah and then i came back to chicago and we were still kind of talking on and off and it felt to me like what she wanted was to get back together and i like definitely did not want that like i was just like yo we just need to, to just be friends and um she started like being kind of mean to me again and was like you need to be in therapy and like you're a sociopath and all this stuff and i was like all right whatever so i just like found a therapist and like started talking to him and then i blocked her on everything because i'm like look i actually do just want to like focus on myself and not deal with this shit so and i haven't spoken to her since then um but that therapist since this summer yeah yeah i haven't spoken to her since like june but i saw this therapist for like two months and Uh i mean he didn't really offer any like guidance or insight like I, he made me take one of those uh, personality types, the Enneagram things. And I took that, and like that was oh, his yeah. like, yeah. only thing that he like fell back on. I, and all he told me was, like, stop drinking and journal more. And I don't think – And but also I, I never said, like, I need more guidance or anything. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know what exactly I was trying to get out of it anyway. But yeah. at yeah. this point, I'm, like, I'm really getting yeah. my drinking under control, and I'm trying to, like – be healthier and good, yeah good, good. i'm showering yeah. more and like taking care of my shit and eating healthy so that's another thing like yeah, you sound you sound uh more motivated to really change here ben. yeah you i'm trying to be though, like right? i'm just tired of this shit it's so <laughs> exhausting yeah yeah well yeah so many things happened at once between the breakup the pandemic can't be with people and socialize yeah yeah, and depression hits and just cuts your knees out from under you. You can't go anywhere almost. Yeah. Yeah. Which which months did you see the therapist? How long ago was that? Um, that was like I think August and September. Oh, August, September. Okay. Oh, right after you broke up then, huh? Yeah, yeah, kinda. Yeah. Okay. So the alcohol loose is decreasing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to get out at all? I mean, yeah, I mean, I see people like I'm I, my thing is like I know a lot of people, um but I still feel like I'm never able to be like fully myself around them, but like I see people yeah. and I socialize and um uh, like my sister just moved here, so that's good. Um and she that's is good. Yeah, she has oh, three cats and a dog. You you moved back too. Were you in Nashville earlier then? You said you came back to Chicago. Yeah, so the whole timeline is that I grew up in Indiana. And then after high school uh, in 2013, I went to South Carolina for college. So I was in South Carolina until 2017. And then in 2017, after I graduated, I moved to Madison, Wisconsin. And I was there for about a year. And then I moved to Tennessee, and I was there for about six months, and then I moved back to Madison, and then I moved here. Oh, 
oh my gosh yeah <laughs> wow what a history yeah yeah you get out and move about quite a bit huh i like to yeah well okay let, why don't we go back to your history but let me ask this do you remember nighttime dreams at all ben? um you dream at night lately i've been remembering more but like for most of this of the year no and but yeah lately like every now and then like more and more often i'm remembering them yeah yeah okay good because I, I do work with dreams and they can help you quite a bit yeah yeah especially with some of the history of your past you have here with this woman friend and what you're going through with sam and the and yours that would really be i think you'd uh really get a lot out of your dreams you're into drama a bit right yeah i agree and, and yeah like and that. Yeah. my thing is yeah. when i'm drinking less i'm dreaming more so yeah like I oh good drinking less and dreaming more yeah oh that's good because once you start working with your dreams I think that's going to help you quite a bit yeah I think so yourself. okay let's start at the beginning where were you born and uh, what's your earliest memory let's uh, go back and talk about your family of origin yeah I was born in Columbia Maryland um, Columbia Maryland okay I've yeah and we moved we moved to Indiana when I was six uh, six months old. Um, six months yeah earliest memory it's hard to say i mean it could be any number of things like i have a pretty decent memory um i remember most of my childhood and uh there's a few snippets i remember like being uh i think i remember being in like walmart or something with my with our nanny at the time and I remember someone asking her how old I was and I was like, I'm three. And that's just like a memory I have. <laughs> and then I remember like, um, sitting on the carpet in my grandparents' house in Maryland, which I was probably around the same age with my sister. And I remember About three. Yeah. And I remember being in the back of my dad's car at some point and he had green day playing. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, yeah, there's so many, like, I don't really know which one came first, but. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's pretty good though. All around three. Yeah. The first one you mentioned about Walmart. You're in Walmart with your nanny. Yeah, yeah. Her take care of you. Okay. Yeah, she was Miss Carrie. That was her name. Hmm. Okay. So um, you were born in Columbia, Maryland, and six months moved to Indiana. Yeah. Okay. So then siblings. Yeah, I have an older sister. She is uh, about a year and a half older than me. Oh, not much, huh? Yeah. So we were pretty tight when we were kids. Oh, that bodes well, doesn't it? Good mm -hmm. relationship now? Uh, we had a strained relationship ever since, like, middle school because we are just so different, like, polar opposites on the uh, social spectrum, I guess. And um, But lately, in the past year, we've been talking more, and she's actually helped me a lot as far as, like, relationship advice, and um, she wow. really go does give pretty good advice. So, And we're hanging out now because she just moved here, so, yeah. Oh, she just moved to Chicago? Mm hmm Yeah, she's a veterinarian. Oh. Oh, she's a veterinarian, huh? Yeah, she lives in River North and shit, Animal, so. loves animals, huh? <laughs> yeah, she does. Me too. She did what now? Said uh, she, she, uh, she lives in River What'd North. did you say she didn't do what? I just said she lives in River North. Oh, up in River North? Yeah, yeah. That's a nice area. Yeah, I didn't make fun of her for it. River North. Oh, yeah, all the buildings and the river and how beautiful it is there. Yeah. So it's not so beautiful now with COVID and riots and everything. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so um, 
mom and dad, what did, uh, do you have a stay-at-home mom? Mom and dad both work. What was the early parental relationship yeah, like? Yeah, so uh, they dad? both worked. Um, my dad worked in accounting, finance stuff. And my mom worked for a, or has worked in uh, the pharmaceutical field doing data management and stuff like that. Um, so she's worked for a few different places, but that's mainly where she's, I think she's worked with Eli Lilly for a, a while now. Is she, uh, where, where do they live now, your parents? They live in Carmel, Indiana. They live in the same house I've lived, I, I lived in since we were, since I was in like third grade, fourth grade. Oh, it's called Carmel, Indiana? Yeah, C-A-R-M-E-L. Yeah, okay, Carmel, Indiana, yeah. Is that very far from Chicago? It's like three and a half hours ish. Oh, that's not bad then. Yeah, yeah. it's just like and, the and, uh, suburbs. It's the suburbs of Indianapolis. It's, what? it's in the suburbs of Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay, first, uh, first six years of life. Any trauma that you recall and going through? You just want to know any particular trauma or or. Um, night terrors as a little child little ben or anything anything growing up that you remember ben yeah well my dad used to like uh like it, it wasn't like he was like beating me or anything but he did some like physical punishment stuff i think he used to spank me and he used to do this one thing that like i always thought was super terrifying where whenever i was in trouble or like misbehaving when he when i when we were around like grandparents or family or important people or something remember he just like used to squeeze the back of my neck real hard and um he's like oh yeah like bite his lower lip and like he looked terrifying man so there was that he was terrifying for a little little ben yeah yeah and uh yeah he was a disciplinarian huh yeah yeah but my mom also had these like outbursts where she would just like scream a lot too and um yeah Oh, say more about that. I mean, when you were pretty young, pretty young as a boy? Yeah, I mean, pretty much all through, like, until I was, like, she did this consistently, but, like, every just every now and then, where she would just get, like, super overwhelmed by stuff and, like, um, just, like, yell about stuff. And But, I mean, also, I totally get that. Like, I think her emotional reactions are more understandable to me than my father's because, I mean, my dad is kind of like a dick to her and... and she does a lot around the house and he doesn't really help out that much. And so I get it. I mean, it's frustrating. Oh boy. Yeah. But he, but he treats her poorly. You're saying, I mean, I get, I mean, I don't know. Like they seem to like be fine with how they are, but whenever I'm there, he's just like kind of an asshole. And, um, but like in like a, I think he thinks it's funny. I think maybe she thinks it's funny. I don't really know. But oh, yeah, and he, he's just yeah. such a fucking just Republican dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's strongly Republican, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean he voted for the uh, Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he voted for him again. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people, somebody's got to vote for him. I guess I don't know, but yeah. it's, let's hope it doesn't take off today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, kindergarten. You go to kindergarten or preschool, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I remember. Um, well, actually, when I was about like six and a half, uh, my brother was born. Oh, 
Um, and that whole oh, thing was, born. yeah, yeah. So he's about six and a half years younger than me. And that was actually pretty traumatic for me too, because he was born, um, three months premature and he weighed oh, less three than, months? yeah, wow. he weighed less than two pounds. And, um, he was in like this incubator thing and he looked like all like, wow. he looked like a little fucking alien. And, uh, I have this really yeah, vivid yeah. memory of my dad and I going in there and I, I guess we were told that he wasn't going to make it through the night. And so, and we we're Catholic or I was raised Catholic and, um, there's this like loophole thing where if, if it's like an emergency and like someone's going to die, you can baptize them with water, even if you're not like a priest right. or something. So my dad and right, I like right, went yeah. in there and baptized him and like said goodbye. And I remember sticking my hand through this little like glove hole thing and like touching wow. him. And yeah, it was, that was very traumatic for me, <laughs> but he ended up pulling through and he's like kind of fine now. So Oh, he's kind of fine now? He pulled through. Yeah, I mean, he's mostly a normal kid. He's just, like, weird, but... <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, so you, so you got a brother and a sister. Yeah, and that's it. Ah, oh, yeah. Six and a half years... Well, that must have been... That was probably pretty traumatic, seeing when he looks like an alien, because at three months, that's... Oh, that's yeah. Wow, that's really early. He didn't even have ears developed yet. Oh, my gosh. And that's a powerful scene, you and Dad. Yeah baptizing and saying goodbye yeah wow did you both cry together i don't think so no just sort of saying goodbye to the little baby yeah and the baby had a name then and kept the name huh yep what's his name william we oh william huh and what's your sister's name farron aaron farron f-a-r-r-e-n f-a-r-r-e-n okay farron that's a unique name yeah yeah so you went to uh any difficulty starting school, kindergarten and preschool or anything? No, I don't. I think. Oh, actually, in preschool, I yeah. I don't remember this too much, but I was told I was kicked out of a few preschools for like <laughs> bad behavior. So I think it's always been kind of a a pattern in my life. Um, uh-huh. I think I like kicked What's the that teacher. Mean, kicked out for pre- bad behavior. You, it, oh, you kicked. I think I like kicked a teacher or something, or I guess I was just generally like too much of a handful. And, um, I think I was just like, yeah. I don't know. I think I just didn't like authority or I was, or I just thought I was like better than the, than authority or I didn't want to follow rules or something. So, and that was kind of a pattern all through my schooling life though. <laughs> uh, just a little rebellious, rebellious, but a lot of energy, very active. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like, huh? Very active little 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 Ben, huh? Okay, yeah. so you went to kindergarten, and then you went to grade school. Yep. And you go to Catholic school then, or just no public, public school? school up until high school. Okay. How was grade school? Uh, first four or five years. Any any anything, any trauma or anything remarkable that you remember? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember that we moved to Marietta, Georgia before oh, second grade and I we lived there for second and third grade and then we moved back to Carmel um so there were two moves within three years there oh yeah it uh, is a lot yeah but besides that I remember like starting in like second grade up until like fourth grade I had this thing where I think I would like shit my pants every now and then like I just couldn't uh-huh. like control it or something 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but I got over that kind of quick. But that was a weird thing but, I remember. Was that a physical problem your mom addressed, or more psychological? It was more psychological for sure. Yeah, about uh, being new with the kid with these moves pretty early in your life, huh? Yeah, I'm not really sure what all that was about, but yeah, that's just the facts of the situation. (laughs) Almost like you have anxiety, huh? More anxiety about it. Yeah. And I didn't really have too many friends, like, all through school, too. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of a... I don't even know. I wouldn't say an outcast, but I was kind of like just weird. So what's that mean? Because you seem very vivacious and engaging. Yeah. And you're you're extroverted. Mm-hmm. It seems like, but in grade school maybe so. A lot of kids, a lot of difficulties around all these transitions when you're starting different schools. It really does hold back your social development sometimes. You know. Because mm-hmm. you've got. I mean, you've been this way your whole life. Just got done talking about how you really. <laughs> Move around a lot. Yeah. Hmm. But no one particular memory, second, fourth grade, just would shit your pants once in a while. Yeah. And be embarrassed probably and clean it up. Yeah. I mean, other than that, like, it was just, although I did get in in trouble a decent amount too, just for like talking back to teachers or starting uh, disturbances or whatever. Like, just, I I was just like bored by school, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, at that point in fourth grade. That's when I uh, started seeing a therapist, I think. Okay. Because they had all, I had all these behavioral issues, and um, I think I I actually used to like uh, hit myself when I was in trouble too, um, mm-hmm. and like scratch myself and stuff. And so they they I guess my they told my parents I should be like seeing someone. So I went and took like, and I also like didn't do great in school, but mainly because I just didn't do any of my work. Cause mm-hmm. I already like knew everything, so and I think I was bored in school because I caught on quick and oh, you caught on quick, yeah, yeah. That can happen, yeah. So I took like this IQ test and started like and did these tests for like ADHD and all this other stuff. And I remember they said I had um, depression and general anxiety and like a mood disorder with bipolar tendencies when I was in fourth grade, which like I don't even know how real that was, but. They said I didn't have ADHD, and they said I had, like, a – my IQ level was technically in the, like, genius threshold, and mm-hmm. so I think that kind of gave me a little bit of a complex, too. Like, I could have gone without hearing that. <laughs> you well, know why is that? Because I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's – cocky I feel like, about it? <laughs> I guess. It just feels like pressure. Like, I don't really – Oh, pressure, pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering that often um, – when you see this kind of behavior, you're very smart, so you probably got bored in school and wanted to be entertained, extroverted. But often you see that there's issues at the home. Was there was there a lot of just not being acknowledged, seeing, parented going on with you and mom and dad and your sister? Yeah, I mean, along? yeah, I guess, like, I never felt like we really talked about anything of substance, like, um... I and I could have been. I wish my parents were like more just like nurturing and warm, and they're just like loud and mean sometimes. And just so your mom's not very maternal in that way, warm and oh, yeah, my mom's not maternal at all. <laughs> she's not maternal at all. Okay. She's pretty cold, actually. I mean, she can be nice, she's just not very. I think my parents are just not in tune with their emotions at all and like don't really, 
they're, I don't know. I mean, I love them. I never doubt that they love me unconditionally, but they're just. That's a good point to make. Yeah, they probably love you, but they're limited about their own emotional personality development. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good piece. That, that nurturing piece I never talked to. It's almost like a need for attention. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they both worked a lot and you were home a lot alone with your sister that? She's yeah. She's younger or older, did you say? Sister is just a year and a half older. She's a year and a half older? Yeah. Yeah, so she's firstborn. You're secondborn, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so during this period, were you tight with her then in grade school in these kind of situations? Grade school? Yeah, more so, but we still didn't like... Neither of us ever really like talked about stuff. It was more just like playing and... I mean, that's about Playing. it. Playing? Yeah. I see. Were you, back then, were you put on any medication for the generalized anxiety or depression? Yeah, I got put on uh, Abilify, and I was on that until out of high school, and then I stopped taking it. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty strong for a little kid, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, okay, then what happened in junior high? Did you become more, oh, you moved her about more probably, huh? Well, fifth grade, I actually got expelled from school, which is... Okay, fifth grade expelled. Hard for a fifth grader to do, but I did it. Um, <laughs> well, that happens. What happened? So we were taking this, like, uh, standardized testing thing, and I guess it was just for attention or something, or I thought it would be funny. Um, I guess the prompt was something like, what do you hope to achieve or aspire or something? And I just wrote, like, every bad thing I knew, and I was like... I want to do all these drugs and I want to like kill people with guns and, um, and they had to take it seriously because of Columbine, I suppose. <laughs> so yeah, they had to kick me out. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you really got in touch with that part, huh? I mean, you're a little bit rebellious and, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and smart and was going to give it back. Yeah. There was some, you, I would hypothesize there's some neglect going on in your childhood, isn't there with mom and dad? Yeah, definitely. I'd say more just like emotional neglect and, Emotional neglect, yeah. Yeah. I mean, financially, they did okay. Yeah, yeah, they were fine. They were good. You mentioned nanny. Did you have a nanny because mom worked? Yeah, yeah, I had a nanny for like most of uh, when I, my younger years, and then we had just like a babysitter, a different one who would come over all through like middle school and high school, or no, all through elementary and middle school. This nanny you talked about, did you get close to her? Was she warm and nurturing at all, or? I mean, I guess, like, she was nicer than my parents were. Um, <laughs> oh, Ben, really nicer than mom, huh? Yeah. But, I don't know, like, after she was gone, it's not like I ever, like, think about her again. Like, every now and then, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had Miss yeah. Carrie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so mom was more of a career woman? Yeah, yeah. With her career and business, both of them uh, professionals, and got involved in their life, but not, not as much building that family warmth. Yeah, I think what that was all about, though, is that they both came from, like, poverty, and, like, um, oh. so I think they just had something to prove, so I get it. It's whatever. Yeah, and, and it sounds like the emotional thing just isn't their top bailiwick, their ability to be that way, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I, how was your sister during this time? She's a year and a half older. Did she, was she quite different from you? You said you're opposite. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember how much really she was like in elementary school, but middle school yeah. is when the differences really started to come out because yeah. she was more of like a popular girl and um, she did sports. She was like good at sports and um, 
she was just like super normal and like just like I don't know just pretty and hung out with cool people and I was like kind of chubby and um just weird and uh just didn't didn't care about how people saw me I just wanted to just have a good time and like fuck with people so yeah 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 your sister was she did she get more attention growing up or I guess so yeah I mean definitely for my mom because I remember they would have these like long talks in her room and I would feel left out and so I don't know but I just wait, wait, say they got, they'd have a long mom and dad and her to have long talks. No, just my mom and my sister. Like they would just like talk about stuff and oh. yeah. Your mother probably could relate better to a girl. Yeah. Than to a boy or a man. You. Yeah. Yeah, you often see that sometimes, huh? So she had not intention, but maybe sort of gave you the sense she favored her because she could talk to her. She was a girl. Yeah, and, and also she, my, and my little brother got a lot more attention too, just because he had some developmental issues too. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because you're the middle child, then. Yeah, and my sister also had a lot of like friends over all the time. And I just like never really had friends, and so mm-hmm. yeah. Why do you think you have friends? You seem to be very outgoing, and you you think you'd have a a group of guys that want to go blow the school up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I it might have just been where I was. I mean, the yeah. socioeconomic uh, landscape of that area is like people that I wouldn't be friends with now for sure. So why is that Republicans? <laughs> yeah, pretty much like just well off white people with, I mean, there, there was a decent amount of diversity in middle school, I guess, but I don't know. I think, I think I also never like tried to make friends. Like I was more interested in like, just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I never like asked people to hang out either guy. I, I kind of just assumed that people didn't like me to begin with. And that's still a, like a pattern. Like I, I just assume people don't like me until they give me like concrete evidence otherwise. Really? Does that come from this period of your life here? I guess so. I mean, probably it's. It seems like it's been a theme since even before middle school. Was that picked up maybe in the family of origin a little bit? Like with mom and your sister having some specialness. Yeah. Dad was was dad. What workaholic or something or? Not even that. He's just. I don't know. I. Like, we, we hung out. Like, we did a lot of stuff together. Like, he he was a decent dad in, like, most respects. Like he, like, coached oh, me on – I did, like, lacrosse and football and stuff, and he, like, was doing that with me a lot. And um, But he also just has, like, a little bit of a temper, and he just gets too frustrated easily. And uh, and he – I don't know. He was just kind of a dick sometimes. But my favorite thing that we did together growing up was uh, he was a hunter – and he would take me out to the woods, and like we would just like sit in silence for like ten hours, and like I love. Oh my that god, shit. that'd be great! Yeah, waiting for a deer or something. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Oh yeah, that is cool. You could have had his whole attention that time, huh? Yeah. How would you describe mom? What's she like as a a woman and as a mother? Um, I'd say she. I I think both my parents are just generally kind of boring, but more so my mom. Like she doesn't really have any interests, and. She, I don't know, she's just a, a boring person, but she's, she's pretty nice when she wants to be, and she's just kind of neurotic. How so neurotic? What do you mean, mean uh, she just, idiosyncrasies or something about her personality and herself or that, or? Yeah, I don't know. She's just kind of, like, inconsistent and, um. 
I don't know. She doesn't like doctors, and I don't know, she's just weird. Um, she doesn't like to go to the dentist. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, she, is she, it, was she attentive to you growing up? Sounds like she was so taken up with work. Yeah, I mean, she really wasn't. I don't think she was uh, that. Tent, yeah. Yeah. You did, did you feel loved by her, liked by her at least? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, most, I actually, shit, I remember one time, like, as an adult, my sister told me that um, my mom told her one time that she thought that I was going to, like, murder her or something. So that didn't feel good. I think I mostly just, like, hated my parents, too. And, like, I treated my mom a lot worse than my dad because my mom never, like, disciplined me. So I was I was actually super mean to my mom. Yeah, but you're a kid. Yeah. So let, let's go slow that super mean to mom. That your, your sense of self and personality is sort of formed by the family unit. So whatever's going on in that family system will most powerfully affect you growing up as that kid. So there's something about mother that create a lot of conflict and uh, anger for yeah. not seeing you or mirroring you or giving you what you needed, love or something. Huh? Yeah. There was something going on that's pretty strong. I think that sounds like a real basis because dad was at least, you did stuff with them mm-hmm. and he could coach. He could be a dick sometimes with his temper. But But you didn't have much in common with mom, huh? I mean, she tells me that we're, like, super similar in respects. Like, we talk a lot more now, and, like, we're really good friends now. Um, And I think that might have been the issue was that she saw too much of herself in me um, or something. But, yeah, I mean, we're we're cool now, so. Yeah. But she. she, Yeah, now it's a little bit different. Yeah, and she, she does tell me that she thinks that we're just, like, super similar. And I agree. Like, I'm much more alike with my mom than my dad. But personality wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, with the outburst she has in that, she sounds a little bit more like your borderline girlfriend. Yeah. In that way, you know? Yeah. So when we work with dreams and your mother, we're going to work more with your internal mother. Mm hmm. Because you're an adult, so you have a mother complex like everybody does. Yo, just last night, I, I had a dream where, like, I, it was a sexual dream, and I had sex with a woman who was like, like 30 40 years older than me and i think in the dream she was like my acting teacher or something um so yeah i think that's <laughs> there's something there <laughs> yeah. oh she she was an actual she it was a real woman you knew the acting i teacher. don't know her in real life in the dream it, it didn't register that i that i knew her but in the you know what i mean like i don't i didn't i don't recognize her now but in the dream i knew her in the dream you recognized her yeah yeah as like an acting teacher yeah did you have a location where the dream was, Ben? It was just like in a house, and there were like other people there too. Um, I don't really know what the whole context was, but yeah. Like a party or something? Sort or? of, yeah. I think it was more of like maybe like a cast get together of some sort. Yeah, so it's an acting teacher. Yeah. Uh, chaos. So sex in a dream. Sex in a dream, yeah, you got, it can be interpreted more physical like having actual sex and orgasm the instinctual side of it or something about linking and connecting mm-hmm. i have sex dreams like almost every night when i remember my dreams like they're pretty yeah. they're pretty frequent yeah I have a lot of sex dreams. oh good okay remember that because that's going to be important to look at 
what the unconscious may be telling. She's 30, 40 years older. Uh, maybe like 20, 30. Yeah, yeah, and the woman you had sex with last night in the dream. Yeah, yeah. Like 20, 30 years older, maybe. Okay, 20, 30. At first you said 30, 40, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure. So it's sort of like a mother figure, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you may be trying to find that love you might not have gotten fully met with mother. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have to see that, you know, because often if it's not necessarily, but it could be, you know, you got to be careful because I don't take a cookie book approach to dream interpretation. You got to really know your own images and symbols, but that's quite interesting. Yeah. And was it a good experience or a good dream? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have an orgasm with her? Uh, in the dream, yeah. But then in the morning, I almost expected there to be something, but there wasn't. So, yeah. In the dream, oh, okay. I did, though. Yeah, in the dream, you did, yeah. Okay, wow. Because mother thought from your sister that you were going to murder her someday. Yeah. So it would just talk about a young boy who's very angry. Anger talks about underneath the anger is like unmet needs, mm-hmm. hurt, some frustration, pain. So, And that's what I'm hearing in grade school, and that's some of your behavior the acting out because of there's a lot of energy that doesn't get channeled properly or yeah the energy doesn't get mediated through mom or dad in a way that was going to help you yeah did they take an interest in your schooling like let's sit down and study now ben and let's go through this and yeah yeah that was like maybe did. the only thing they took interest in but yeah oh they did take an interest in that okay um actually you know what they did they always like showed up to like almost every single sporting event or uh performance i had like they would come to everything you know but and they would help me run lines and like, yeah, they, and they would help me with school projects and all that. So, yeah. But I think I just wanted to like, I don't know, talk about more important stuff. You know, it sounds like they were there for you. Providing yeah. Providing a roof and providing structure. Just that emotional piece didn't get met. Something happened with that, huh? Yeah. Okay, we're going to end in a minute. But high school, how did high school go? Um, Decent for the most part. Like again, I just got in a lot of trouble um, for with outbursts, and I was just very overly emotional. Uh, cried a lot. Um, I started having more friends, like junior senior year, um, and there was one one. I never dated in high school really, but I did have this one girl I was like super kind of like into a little a little obsessed oh, with. Yeah. yeah, her name was Sophia, and I read a lot of poems about her yesterday that I wrote. So. Oh, cool. Kind of remembered all that. Wow. Okay, we got, we got to wrap up in a yeah. minute here. But for you and I, is a, we got to pick a regular. What's your schedule like for scheduling? Um, I'm usually freest uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, oh, Fridays might be good. Maybe yeah. Fridays, huh? Fridays. Uh, would you prefer like what? What about noon on Fridays? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Noon. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. Next week's the thirteenth. Next week's the thirteenth, but I I'm on a board. I got a board meeting from ten to one. We can't do noon. We have to do something earlier. Let's see, or later. One thirty. Um, two thirty next Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, that works. Wait, wait, wait. wait two thirty or what did it say? Yeah, two thirty next Friday. Does that work for you? Yes, sir. Great. Well, you're going to be really good to work with. You've got a lot of memories, a lot of you got a, some understanding of yourself. Yeah. And that Ben, yeah. I want you to now, if you're willing, um, to keep track of your dreams at night if yeah. you can. 
I either ask people to write it down on paper or put it on a cell phone. Yeah. You can record it, type it or something. And then a lot of people just send it to me. Cool. Can do. And then I have it from it. We can work right through it. Awesome. You know, even with these sex dreams, that's going to be important to look at what your psyche is saying about meaning, relationship, and sex for you. Yeah. Cool. Good. Okay, Ben. Great. All right. See you then. I'll see you uh, next Friday, the thirteenth, and uh, you're 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 in Chicago, so be safe today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, we'll see ya. See ya. Bye bye. Oh well.